You like that music, Coach O? I mean, I guess. What does it make you feel like? Uh, football. Little make football. Make you feel like football playoffs? Yeah, a little football. Well, that's what it is today. Well, welcome back to the pod. It's only been a few minutes since we were in here, it seems like. <laughs> the pod is hot. Man, there's a lot of good stuff going on in Forney ISD Athletics, and we like to tell people about it. Uh, pretty cool episode today because we have not one, but two playoff football head coaches at the table. We got two football teams in Forney, and we got two playoff teams in Forney. That's exactly right. We start this week in the Texas High School UIL football playoffs, which is a very special time of year. Uh, we finished essentially two complete seasons, the pre-district season, the district season, and now we're going into season three, and that's the most exciting one to go into. This is going to be a fun point one two six. Now, you have a special way you wanted to, to start this out to determine which of our two coaches. Don't you – I guess you usually do a coin flip to determine who gets the ball first. Right, right. Because the people can't see, but we have both coaches in here right now. Right. They're both mic'd up. They're both yep. got their headphones on. But you're going to try to choose who gets objectively yes, which one of these right. gets interviewed first. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay. So we're going to give people a window into the world of coaching. I happen to have in my hand the Clell Wade Coaches Directory. The old, standard, time-honored, hard-copy paper book that has every public school in the state of Texas in it. All of the coaches, the addresses, the phone numbers, the classifications, the enrollment information, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, this is what coaches use. You know, it's, it's the Rolodex of coaching for Texas high school sports. And when football teams are on the field – they literally go out there before the game starts with the official and flip a coin that lands on the turf. You heard the P, hear the PA man talk about that to determine who kicks off and who receives. But when coaches are flipping from long distances far away from one another, which ha happens every playoff season, the time-honored way of doing that is to use the Clell Wade coaches directory. And I think a lot of people probably have no idea that that's how the way coaches do flips. And the truth is, here's a UIL insight for you. Everything is flippable. Everything is flippable. I mean, that, that sounds crazy, but I've seen coaches that take that to a far extreme. Like, you can flip on who sings the national anthem. You can flip on who makes the game program. You can flip on how much uh, warm-up time there is in any given sport, et cetera, et cetera, too. So uh, there's a lot of stuff. But usually you flip for sight, the big things, right? You flip for who's going to be home team. Uh, and then when you get to the game, you flip the real coin to see who gets the ball. Okay, so we're going to use the Clellway directory. And how did you want to do that this morning? Because somebody's got to call – a, a town in Texas, and then the other party has to immediately say odd or even. And then you look up in the Clell directory, that town, and 
we find out if the last digit of the zip code is odd or even. So I think the person who gets to name the town will be the one who can guess the day closest to my birthday. Oh, Okay. So they're going to each give me a number in whichever we, one is closer to my have, birthday. Do we have to use the Clayway directory to flip to see who gets to guess your birthday first? How <laughs> we can well, decide that? One? I'm going to I'm going to say that coach Fleener gets to do it first because he's sitting right next to me. Okay. Coach Fleener, you're guessing What is coach, your number? Just the number, <laughs> just not the, the number. Month, no, just year, the number. Anything? No. Um <laughs> Oh, coach Fleener, I know you're real smart. You could have probably Okay, his number is 22. 12. Oh. And Coach Luster's number is 12. My birthday is July 12th. Man, okay, so Coach Luster hits it on the <laughs> okay. nose. So does he want to call Otter even, or does he want to call the town? Which do you prefer, Coach Luster? Would you like to call town, or would you like to call Otter even? I'm going to say town. Here's the Clayway directory. Well, Co- Coach Flinner has got a poker face over here. He- Flipping through it. A lot of towns in well, the state of Texas. It's we, a big state. I was ready with the town if we needed it, just because we <laughs> just did this for our volleyball team when they were That's uh, exactly. trying to do a flip with Longview before their game See, last week. So I mean, you know, like some of us are old school. We want it. If I'm flipping somebody in Longview, I want to drive like Miniola to the Dairy Queen and mm. sit down at a table and have a blizzard and flip a coin. Coach, that's old school. People don't have time to do that anymore. No, that's why we have Zoom. Yeah. The Clayway directory, by the way, has 460 pages of towns. (laughs) So there's a lot to choose from. All right. Coach Lester? Just in case my mom listened, I'm going to go Vernon. Odd. All right. So Vernon is the selection. That should make it easy because it's near the end. The, uh, I'm just going to tell people as a play-by-play here, the lighting's not very good in the pod, <laughs> and the print is very, very small in the Clellway directory. I do not wear glasses of any kind, but at the, at the moment here as I'm flipping through the pages, I can't even really tell what the names of the towns are. <laughs> I'm in the university <laughs> section. Well, while, while he's doing that, this I'll, I'll have problem. you know, uh, we already had it open to the page when we said the town. Oh. Uh, so it was. Yeah, but. Well, we didn't know what he was going to say. Right. Yeah. This is, you know, I mean, this is a special. Uh, this is a special one. Co- anyway, Coach Luster might actually time. know if, if I was correct or not. No, it's much more fun, and I've already found it. Okay. Vernon. Now, that is up there in your neck of the woods, though. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I know. I know exactly where that is. And you said odd, didn't you? Not I did. Seven six three eight four. It is even. Coach Luster has won right the flip. I'm gonna roll. All right. Okay. No, no, did you did you have to flip for home team for your game this week? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, you said you were on a roll. I didn't know flip, what what you had flipped on. We we didn't. I'm gonna. No. T- if you do have to flip though. You got a real good flipper on your campus. He's not here today. Donald Fleming. Because see, really? he knew, oh, okay. yeah. he's okay. the luckiest flipper I ever saw. Right. That's good to know. Yeah, I think he's won every flip yeah. that we've had since we've I've been done here. video. Yes, he always wins, and we've done a video flip with him with a coach and an AD from another school, mm-hmm. and they still accuse us of cheating, even though they can see the coin rolling across the floor. Mm-hmm. 
because he wins so much. Yeah, pretty neat. All right. Okay. All right, well, the Falcons are up first. Falcons are up first. All right, Coach Luster. So uh, you have a playoff game. So here's the interesting thing about you. Even though it came down to the last week to determine overall district finish, you've known your playoff opponent for a little while. Yes, sir. So explain that to folks. You've got a um, – you know, well, let me lay the groundwork for the difference in five A and six A because that's a fundamental to understanding how the how the playoff process works. In five A, we have Division One and Two. We'll talk to Coach Fleener about this in a minute, but they're predetermined. You already have mm-hmm. your districts aligned by Division One or Division Two. Mm-hmm. Hence, him having to drive all the way to Longview or Lufkin and play playoff teams from the Houston area because. It's already split, so it spreads out the teams in the district. In your case, the 6A schools are together, all sizes, Mm -hmm. in a district. Then, once you go to the playoffs, the playoff picture bracket is divided into one and two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so now tell us about your district, our district, 10-6A, and the district we're playing against and how that lines up. Well, we kind of knew going into it based on uh, enrollment. You know, looking at, at at our enrollment, we knew we would go small school. Yeah. Um, then looking over across, um, over in the Garland district, we kind of looked and saw who was going to line up to be small school. So mm-hmm. for about two weeks, we knew we had a clue that it would be Garland. Yeah. And uh, man, and one of the, the 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 cool things about Garland was well, where I started coaching football at. How about that? And uh, Danny Russell was the DC when I came in as a freshman coach. So we've been talking back and forth and just been. Uh, it made it easier for us to decide to just to go to the North Mesquite, uh, I mean, M- M- Mesquite Memorial to play and yeah. not really wait for anything else. We we have a relationship. We can both agree on things, and it was just a smooth transition to get that this makes it good. Mm-hmm. That makes it good, for sure. So to give people a little window into that, uh, in our district, 10 6 you've got the Rockwall schools. They're just, just hair under 3,000 enrollment. North Forney, when we first came in, I think we turned in 22 and change. We're, yeah. we're up, up uh, you know, in the 24 and change now, 2,500 category. So they're still, you know, four or 500 kids bigger yeah. than us. They've been up to nearly 1,000 kids bigger than us. So within the district, there's some variation. Yes. You know, some 6A schools go up. I mean, we know Allen yeah. is, you know, you go way, way up there, right? And, um, and um, you know, and then there are those schools. We'll talk to one of these in a minute who's who's just on the verge of becoming 6A, yeah, you know, yeah. in, in the next alignment. So we'll get to that. But that's pretty cool that you know that you got a relationship yeah, with the Garland folks. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. So you predetermine, okay, we already know we're playing them because they're a small. Mm-hmm. We're a small. Uh, I think uh, Wiley East is the other small yes. in their district. Yes, and, and they would have been a higher seed. Yeah. So that makes Garland the two seed in yep. the small bracket. You guys would be the one seed because yep. you beat Tyler. Yes, sir. Okay. And then Tyler's another small one. Um, so one place, two. There you go. So that's been locked was, in for a minute. It was easy. Cool. That's really good. Well, um, tell us about um, your you know, your process a little bit and just getting your kids ready for their first 6A playoff game. It was, it was really honestly, man, it was a – I deal where we kind of challenge our seniors, you know, um, you know, you, you tell everybody, you know, if, if this was a, a deal, it was easy, man. Um, Coach Jackson will still be around and I'll be an assistant, <laughs> but he saw, he saw this coming and he knew this group was going to, was going, we're going to take a lull. Yeah. So he got out and, and I volunteered for this ride and, and these seniors, 
just haven't had the, the chance or the, the numbers to, to be successful in, in the past and for them to to buy in in the offseason. And we tell everybody this. In, in January, they decided, they, you know, I tell everyone that once you get tired of something, then you change. Mm. And then, you know, we had went 2-8 and eight and then 3-7, and seven and, and we, we just kind of – our model was, like, you know, hey, look, we're tired of, of, of getting our butts kicked. We're in 6A. We, we we put our toe in it last year. Let's dive into it this year, and they they decided to to go to work in January to be here to be here now. Yeah, that's what it takes. It's not a, you know, nothing at this level really is seasonal no. anymore. No. You know, the the days of um, taking a summer off or you know making making plans around um, your passion, your sport, mm-hmm. your the thing that you're committed to. Um, have to be carefully planned because it is a year-long process. And I know we saw you this summer. We know you guys have been working at it. And, and it you know, there's a lot of stuff that leads up to it. Right, Coach O? It's not just a walk out there and let's see if we got better athletes than they do. It doesn't work that way. Right. I think that they have been really intentional. I, yeah. I think that Coach Lester has been intentional with this, with some of the staff that he's brought in. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see the change, not just on the football team, but on the campus. Yeah. I got one more question, and then and we'll we'll we will honor our flip here, and we'll go to Coach Fleener next, talk Jackrabbit. But then after we get done that, then we'll go back and forth, and gotcha. just talk football together a little bit. But um, one thing that cl- is absolutely clearly noted uh, that I think you've done a great job of is you've included, you've kind of built a community of people around the team. Um, we had some of that already, you know, but I feel like you've really done a great job of of building that. You know what? I mean, it's just a T- tell me, talk about that. What does well, it feel like to you? It, it, you know, we do a good job during the season of having mentors and having guys, you know, in in the program. And and we got in January and we, and we we looked around and we started invited one pastor. Then and the greatest thing about it is that one pastor like, well, hey, well, if he can do it, I want to be up there too. So now we got more pastors and they started bringing guys with them. It became a deal to where our kids started to believe that people cared about them. People started believing in them, that, that they're not just working to be working. That Coach Lush is not just yelling at us to be yelling at us, that it's paying off because somebody outside of this building is saying we're, we're doing good. Oh, yeah. Someone outside of the building is saying, I see a change in you, man. You look bigger. Uh, man, I see you guys are working hard. And it's not just a, a deal to where this is what Coach is just telling me. Yeah. You know, so it's somebody outside of my, my circle is, is telling us that we're working hard. And everyone started to 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 believe, and that that's one of the changes I think that 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 took place is that we haven't had that before, and and we talked about you know our whole motto is man, I am um, a North North Forney, and 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 outside of North Forney sometimes you know you know we can be well North Forney is this North Forney is that we embraced it, and we don't need dirt bags or, or Goonville or anything we're we're North Forney that's enough for us that's good I like that. I like that. I think it's uh, it's paid off. Yeah. You know, it's. It, you, I love the. I liked what you just said there. You don't have to move your identity around the map. You have one. Yeah. It, like, yeah. you know, you've got a, a building of kids and a and a an athletic facility of coaches that are working together and bought into something yeah. together. Um, man, that's pretty special. You know, when you put that uniform on, and. You're already representing something much bigger than yourself. Yep. You don't have to invent something new. Yep. Uh, you just got to be the best you you can. Y'all doing a good job of that oh, this year. You. Coach Flaner f- passing over to the Jackrabbits. By the way, he says he volunteered for this job. I'm t- last time y'all. Ch- I hope y'all checks are cashing. 
I don't sign them, but I'm. Well, I'm glad you said it because I was gonna say it. I, I, I was gonna say so. You're volunteering now, so you're working for free. Yeah. If y'all, you know, I wasn't like, gonna give you hard time. I enjoy coaching, but I'm not volunteering to do what we do on a daily basis. So. I had to call. I had to call him out on that. The number yeah. of days I remember, I was pretty good at math and could have been an engineer or something like that. Or, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, the, the the truth is, yeah, the day, the number of days and the number of hours a coach puts in. You, if you were an engineer, you could probably have landed a rocket on the moon by now. You know, I mean, it's just people yes. underestimate that, but it's it is quite an investment. So on the Jackrabbit side, now you guys, same thing. You you've got that identity uh, that that you've doubled down on, right? The Jackrabbits, it's there, it's been there, uh, but you've taken it to a whole new level. And um, this is probably your last five A, four A. So talk to us about your season and preparing into the playoffs here. You know, it, it's uh, it, it's been fun. You know, Coach Luster talked about his seniors. We'll do the same thing and talk about ours. And, um, you know, from the very beginning of this year, we, we realized, you know, we have eight returning starters that were either three- or four-year starters. Um, and then we just have one of the most veteran-experienced teams that we've ever been around. Uh, and the best part about that is there's a few of those seniors – that had to start as freshmen the year before we got here and still can talk to the younger guys about what it was like to go through a 0-9 season and then the work and the things that we had to do to get to where we are now. And, you know, we give a lot of credit to that first group of seniors we had in last year's team about really changing the the thought of of what our team should be about and and got into the playoffs the first two years. But uh, this group is the one that has said all along, we don't want to just be, you know, making the playoffs is – the standard here now, we want to raise that bar to we expect to go win playoff games um, and and had that from the very beginning. It, it's one of those things that we talked about what is it going to take to make the playoffs before our, even our first game yeah. because we knew we had the the kids that could handle that. You know, mm-hmm. there's you, – you, you can get a little too overconfident sometimes with teams, and, and Coach Luster and I is shaking his head with me, is you, you got to really have a good pulse on the team on what they can handle. And so um, it, it's been a lot of fun this year because – we just shoot our guys straight and be honest. I mean, there's some games that you just flat out get in there and say, hey, guys, I can't lie to you. You're going to watch these guys on film, and I expect you to go dominate this game. Yeah, We're not going to play down to their level. We're going to do that. And we had the opportunity to do that. And then when we had games, the, the Longviews and the Lancasters and some of those teams, we came in and said, this is what it's going to take to win. And if we can't do that, then, you know, we're going to be on the bad side of this. And so uh, it, it's just been really refreshing that you don't have to kind of not trick the kids, but mm-hmm. Jedi mind trick them a little bit uh, as far as understanding what they can do and can't do. And so um, it, it's been really a, a really fun year for us as a, as a team and a coaching staff because it's uh, we're not coaching effort at practice. We're not having to holler at them about what we do and how we do things. Now we're getting into th- the third year where everybody just knows how, how our practices work and what our expectations are and what time to be there and – and what I think is we're seeing the result of that yeah. is 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 all of that paying off and and going from there. And so, you know, we're excited to be where we're at. Um, you know, nine and one and and locked up the two seed. Which, you know, like you said, you know, especially for us, you know, a little bit different five A's. You know, if you're one of the top two seeds, you're hosting a playoff game, and yeah. that was uh, something very special to to our guys. And we talk all the time about when we go out to our home games and get to look into the stands and see the support we have from our community. We make sure they understand that not every school in Texas has that opportunity and take that 30 seconds and enjoy it. 
So as the years gone on and, and we had people travel to Lufkin, we had people travel to Tyler knowing that our band wasn't going to be able to be there because they're hopefully down working on a state championship that they got a chance to win today. Shout out to the band. Um, so our crowd took it upon themselves to say, we're going to make those drives. We're going to bring our cowbells. We're going to be loud. And so we talked you know, to our kids about the way you repay them that favor of all mm-hmm. that support, get them another game. Yeah. Get them another game at Citibank and, and let them pack it in and be the 12th man for you. So um, it, it's just been fun for those guys that, that have, you know, put their goals in mind of what they wanted this season to be. And here we are right here ready for it. And um, you, you see us talking about it's gold ball season. Oh, yeah. And so uh, we, we definitely pointed out that there's a lot of rust and dust on the gold balls in the trophy cases at Forney High as far mm-hmm. as the footballs go. Uh, and it's time to put a new one in there. Yeah, we handed out a we've handed out a volleyball one been uh, near recent past to be fun to you know pass a, a gold ball around. Uh, it's a it's interesting too, like we said with the spread of five A Division one, you got to cover some territory. And uh, fortunately, a lot of you came to us this year. By the way, you know Coach Fleener's group is is whatever three yards in a few seconds from not from not having any losses. And we know Longview's an elite team has been for a long time in this state. But um, they had a good volleyball team as well. They do, yeah. Forty, the Jackrabbits beat them, but man, that was ex- very exciting. Um, good programs in Longview, good programs in Forney, Texas. You, that district though down south has been kind of a a whirlwind. Like you locked in a while back, but they have they've had meetings and you know they've had a hard time figuring out who their playoff representatives are going to be oh you could have you could have had a whole other podcast you you taught them how to flip with the zip code is how tiebreakers work in different districts and oh yeah you know as it as it got into at one point but going into the last game of the season there was a three-way tie basically for first um where three teams had all beat each other all only had one loss and uh then it became an argument about was the tiebreaker 14 points? Was it 18 points? They went through some district minutes, and there were some discrepancies. Had to have a big old meeting about it. And yeah. they got that lined out. And so, um, you know, there was two games left for that last week that, you know, Barbers Hill and Port Arthur Memorial, two of their other playoff teams, on paper, did not look like they were going to be a close contest. Uh, should have been beat and thought we were going to be playing Laporte and to the point that Laporte and I had already started talking about officials and yeah. where to go and, and things like that. And Port and Laporte was actually on their bye the last game of the year. And they sat at home and went from third to first because Barbers Hill and Port Arthur Memorial both lost. And so we are now playing Port Arthur Memorial. And, uh, you know, you talked about the, uh, the 5A and – uh, so, you know, it's funny that our district matches up with a Houston area district, and so yeah. um, people don't know a ton about that that group down there. But uh, Port Arthur Memorial and Barbers Hill, year in and year out, are uh, top state ranked teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very good teams. In fact, uh, Port Arthur Memorial is also very well known for having elite four by one relay teams uh, that usually make the state meet. And yes, all four of them wear football uniforms. Well, that translates to the turf pretty well (laughs) in my experience. Yeah. but uh, They're kind of fast. Yeah. yeah. So, but the, the kind of hard thing preparing for teams like that is, um, you know, if you play teams around here and coach Lester, you know, when he watches Garland play against Saxe or Wiley or Wiley East, he has enough knowledge of those local programs of what kind of team that is and what they like to do and things like that. I'm turning on a game between, you know, Port Arthur Memorial and Crosby or, yeah. 
you know, Baytown Lee or somebody like that. And I have no idea, are they a running team? Are they a passing team? Are they great year in and year out? You know, I mean, you you really got to do some research and, and take a look at some things and, and figure out, you know, what kind of team they are and why they're doing different things offensively and defensively against that team. Yeah. And so, you know, everybody has started commenting about knowing we're, we're going to be going to 6A next year. And, oh, man, are you scared? Are you worried? I'm sitting there going – I'm in a district right now with Longview, Lufkin, McKinney North, Tyler, Lancaster, yeah, and we're <laughs> playing first round games against Port Arthur Memorial and Barbers Hill. Like, it, you might as well be. I mean, yeah. the difference of a hundred kids in most of those things, and mm-hmm. I am playing, you know, six A quality teams. And, yeah, um, you know, just you, you got to be ready to to go no matter which level you're at. And um, you yeah. know, the good thing that we we feel good about doing that as we transition into that is. It, within our program, we have 6A numbers. You know, in our school building, right. we had 5A numbers, but within our program, yeah. we had 6A numbers uh, when it comes to just how many kids are out there. Shout out to all of our programs, our partition, participation rates. We've said that on this podcast before. Very, very good. We've got good coaches. We've got good facilities. We've got good people. And, uh, you know, kids want to participate, and they are, and, and that means we got good kids, you know, because it all works together. You said uh, you don't know much about Houston. One thing I know, it rains a lot. Last year, I went down there and, and you know, felt like a, a wet mop by the time I w- got in my vehicle to come back to get leave the football field at um, whatever time it was, 11.39. But uh, it's, not, it's nice. Maybe we'll get good weather on Friday night. Seems well, like we're going to. Well, yeah. It's definitely when you talk about a home field advantage, you know, it, it it's a big deal when you're talking about putting a team on a five hour bus ride uh, and having to go through all that. You know, last year when we went down to Barbers Hill with the lightning delays and everything else, by the time we got home, it was four forty five in the morning when we yeah. pulled back into Forney mm. America. Wow! And so, um, would much rather somebody else have to deal with that problem than me. So. Yeah. Um, even even funnier, uh, and hopefully Coach Morgan isn't listening to the podcast this week. But you could definitely tell he did not expect to lose that Week Ten game and have to be coming to Forney. Uh, he was expecting shock and all, <laughs> and just he was like, "I got to figure out if I can find chartered buses on this sort of notice. I got to figure out travel plans and eating and things." Yeah. I mean, it's. You yeah. know, welcome got, to Forney. <laughs> yeah, come on up here. Yeah. Well, there's a there is really people probably underestimate too all the little moving parts that even just a district game, there's bus requests and what are we going to feed them and how are we going to feed them and when are we going to feed them and who's going to get the food and who's going to go get the bus and how many buses do we need and which path are we we're going to take this if we leave it this time we're going to get stuck in traffic and if you you can't drive on highway 80 i mean you could go on down the list on and on and on and then you compound that once you get into the playoffs because you know the pressure level is higher the your time is more valuable you also don't want to you don't want to jinx anything by making too many plans for the next week. Well, yeah. Before yeah. the other one, Wait, there's a lot. Of, are you superstitious? I'm a little stitious. <laughs> are you, Coach Lester? I believe in traditions. In, in, oh, in is doing, that how we're yeah, going to say it? Yes. So you're superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it, it's it's hard. It's interesting. I mean, we talked, again, uh, the things that we love to talk to our players and, and let them pull back the curtain a little bit is I tell them they got to focus on this one. It's mm-hmm. my job. I got to get ready for the next one, but I don't want guys coming into meetings now. Hey, if we win, who do we play, or mm-hmm. what do they do? It, but, but we do have to make those plans so we're you know, not getting stuck in 
a really bad stadium at a you yeah. know and having to play yeah. Saturday night at seven because well, you didn't take the steps of bounce it back to Luster. That's plan. exactly your situation because yeah. there is a and it's like this with volleyball too, especially at this time of year prior to the regional tournament when volleyball teams in the playoffs need gyms, but boys and girls basketball has already started. These facilities are a premium, like playoff quality facilities, places you people would want mm-hmm. to play, and there's enough seats, and the parking is good, and it's available. Like, that's a big thing. So first week in football, everybody's looking for us. We have a, happen to have a playoff game we're hosting on, fr- on a Thursday night at Citibank Stadium. We had plenty of calls about Friday night. We had, you know, that's just the way it works, mm-hmm. and that's part of your job as a UIL school is to offer your facilities for playoff games because the reciprocating team schools will do that for you. And it was also a big part on why, whatever it was, maybe just two years ago, was when they started doing the 6A, 5A. Yeah. If you're the higher district finish, you get to host game because it was just getting too hard yeah. to find places for everybody to play. So, so Coach Lester, you guys locked that in over at Memorial. Now, we, we're good friends with the folks yes. at Mesquite. yes. I mean, we did play all five of their schools yeah. this year. We won't go any farther because we don't want to seem like we're rubbing anything in. But we are. Did they okay. ever beat us? <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> Coach O just rolled it out there. No, we're five and zero against yes. Mesquite oh. schools in in this football season. But you, um, we know they'll take good care of us at yes. Memorial. It's a great venue. Yep. Beautiful uh, stadium. Yeah, it is. It's been it's, since they renewed it and did some re, some uh, updates over there. Man, it's super nice. It's right down the road. And the good thing is, we got it locked in yeah. before anybody else had a chance to yeah. play. You know, we didn't have to go somewhere else. Well, that was a deal about being friends with, with with Coach Gross over at Garland. We both talked about the the days, the dates that we wanted to play and didn't want to play. We didn't mm-hmm. want to get out of our Friday routine. So yeah. you know, let's just go ahead instead of waiting and, and and flipping for a Thursday or Saturday. Let's just go ahead and find a venue and just play on a Friday. You would have been and, back in that Clay Wade directory. You know, it might not have gone <laughs> yeah. as well for you exactly. as it did today. Exactly. You had it. You had it all together. Yep. I just thought of something that was really cool. So our last two coach of the months are football coordinators. Gordon Booker was last month, and Rocky Rivera is this month. That's right. Yeah, I just thought about that. Yeah, I mean, I know y'all are talking football, but I just that was well, my contribution. And you know, coach of the month is a big deal to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and two phenomenal, two phenomenal guys. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Co- coach Booker actually worked with me. Uh, at Mesquite Creek, so I've known he Coach said Booker that. for a while. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, uh, Coach Flanner, if he was listening to the one two six, he'd know that Coach Booker told us. Shouted him out, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Fleen Dog, yes, ma'am. Who gave you that nickname? Uh, actually, when I first started out uh, coaching <laughs> at South Garland High School, right out of college, was twenty three years old. Uh, coach Rick Robertson, the uh, head freshman coach, uh, head baseball coach, started calling me Coach Fleen Dog. And I told him I was only okay with it if there was two G's, like Snoop Dogg. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, as they say, S-N-O-O-P-D-O-G, we yeah. can go F-L-E-N-D-O-G. There you go. Well, All right. Yeah. If, if you can't tell, I was definitely raised on, on Snoop and Dre. <laughs> and I'm back in the day. Well, no, yeah. I've, been, I've been noticing when, when we get there. i him in this fling dog. Hell, uh, he wants you to be stuck on. When we get to the stadium and you're still finishing up practice before like another event is coming up, I seem to hear a lot of Run DMC yes. being played. Yes, out there. there's rap music being played. It's yeah. classic hip hop. It is edited. It is, you don't have to. I mean, gotcha. now, Coach Lester, do you have a nickname? No, I don't think so. I, I, no, no. 
Because we, we can start calling you it. No, whatever it is. Just, just, just luster. It depends on what the score is. If if, 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 <laughs> if we're, I got a lot of names. It depends on if we're winning or losing. Uh, so. Well, yeah. yeah. That yeah. just goes with the territory. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It certainly does. Well, hey, uh, it's an exciting week. And we know, I know you, you guys, it's hard uh, not to look into the future. Um, we are focused on this week. Um, but uh, I, I've heard both of you say this. I'm just going to say it, man. It's it's really cool when you're practicing the week of Thanksgiving. Yes. You know, I mean, that's something that not a lot of kids, you brought this point up, not a lot of people in the state get to experience. And um, uh, it's just a fun time of year because with football playoffs, there's it's a whole new season. You're starting over at scratch with everybody else that's made it, and anything can happen. So, like – there's going to be some people that think they're going to go out there and dominate a, a, a playoff game and that are going to get knocked off. Yeah. There are going to be some people that, you know, somebody might not be looking at right now that the bit of an underdog that are going to have a run. And, you know, you, you get the right things together at the right time and some pretty special things can happen. And stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, well, that's that's yes. the other thing. I mean, it, you know, football season's a – Mm-hmm. Yeah. survival of the fittest. I mean, the, the ones that can stay healthy the longest. Um, yeah. Every coach will tell you that. It's it's hard this time of year to to, to yeah. practice the way that you need to practice but still be healthy enough to get into the game. And uh, you just got to just keep rocking and rolling, keep yeah. making sure your depth is ready to go. And shout out to our football assistant coaches. Coach Weaver, you and I both know as former head coaches, you're only as good as your assistant oh, coaches. Oh, for sure. It's absolutely a team effort. Yep. Yeah cannot do anything by yourself but but with that said the leader of that effort is really important yep. it really is you, you it goes the street travels the other way i mean you've got to have somebody at the top that's that knows has a plan and keeps people organized focused and knows how to put a, a group of people together to accomplish great things and you guys have already proven that this year but uh, hey maybe the best is yet to come super proud super proud of our our, both of our programs. Appreciate y'all. So, uh, for those of you out there that are, this means something to you. You hear this music, gets you a little fired up. How about this Friday night, Citibank Stadium, Forney, Texas, America? The Jack Rabbits will be playing Port Arthur Memorial, 7 p.m. kick. Or you can travel over next door to Mesquite Memorial and you can see those Falcons lining up against Garland. This is by district playoffs, UIL state playoff football. Great thing to have in our near future. Congratulations, gentlemen. Uh, I know you, you got a lot of work to do on your campus, so we're going to let us wrap it up. Coach O, send us away. Bye, y'all. <laughs>